following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome, happy Friday, it's the weekend, we are on the verge of week 8 of NFL action. Uh, As I am talking to you, the Thursday night game is going on currently. Uh, At the end of the third quarter, it's 17-14, Green Bay Packers are currently leading and threatening to score. Robert Tunyon, tight end, just limped off. Uh, Not exactly a marquee game currently for either quarterback here. Aaron Rodgers, 135 yards and one passing touchdown. Kyler Murray, 12 of 19, 145. One pick has a grand total of four yards on the ground. Um, not a not a sexy game, not a great game. It's been very defensively battled between two teams that I don't think anybody expected that with. A.J. Dillon currently leading the Packers, rushing with 75 yards. Aaron Jones, 35 on the ground. He's got one rushing touchdown. Uh, leading the team receiving-wise, Robert Tunyon has 49 yards. Uh, Jawan Winfrey called, about, called up off the practice squad 16 yards today. On Arizona's end, DeAndre Newcopkin, 66 yards on that offense there. Just not really a pretty game. Not what the league, I think, is hoping on Thursday nights. But I digress. We'll jump on in to the Week 8 discussion. Players to look into, players to avoid. Um, this upcoming week, Denver, Teddy Bridgewater, we've got the 32nd ranked defense versus quarter versus, uh, quarterbacks as Denver gets the pleasure of seeing Washington football team in 425 Bridgewater, a bit of a spot start this week. Uh, nothing that we've said recently, but Washington's been horrendous on the back half here. Not going to tell you to go out of your way to start them if you've got better options, if you've got top t- 10 quarterbacks. But if you're in an injury spot, a bye week issue, Teddy Bridgewater might be worth the look here. Daniel Jones, also a guy who started the year out hot, uh, started to digress a little bit, and has come on a little bit more as of late. He gets the 31st ranked Chiefs this weekend. I'm starting Daniel Jones in a couple leagues. I'm hoping he can put up what is expected out of him. It is the Monday night game this upcoming week. Uh, So he might actually be somebody who has to win you a game at the back half of the week. Daniel Jones, though, has been pretty good recently. see if I can pull up his last couple games here. Um, Versus versus the the Panthers last week, Danny Jones uh, going... 23 of 33, 203, one touchdown, and adding 28 yards on the ground, plus one catch for 16 yards. Two weeks ago against the Rams, maybe not as great of a game for him. Uh, the Rams blew him up pretty well, but 242, three picks, uh, and four yards on the ground. So maybe really the bottom part of his back half of the game. Started the year out hot, though. 
I've got the faith Daniel, Daniel Jones can produce against a bad Chiefs secondary here. Save Darnold on the list here at 30. I'm not buying in on this. Carolina has really digressed since week three. Starting 3-0 has fallen apart from there. Ben Roethlisberger faces the 29th ranked team with the Browns. I'm also not buying in on Ben being worth my while. Justin Fields gets 28th. Still not buying in on that. It's, it's a week where a lot of these good quarterback matchups are not necessarily going to be something that I'm buying into fantasy-wise here. Uh, Randall Cobb has just caught his second touchdown of the night as I'm watching this, and the Packers have blown the doors off 23 with a, with a point after try pending to 14. Josh Allen, on the other hand, gets a very, very favorable matchup Monday or er, Sunday at 1 versus the Dolphins. Uh, Allen and the Bills looking to come back from the loss to the Titans right before the bye week. I can't see Allen doing much more than a huge game here. Carson Wentz gets another favorable matchup as well, though. Indy gets Tennessee. For Indy to even be considered in this game, they're going to have to throw early, often, and consistently. I'm going to go with Carson Wentz as a guy who I'd like to start this week, and so is Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Vikings get to draw... Where do I have the Vikings game? Vikings get Dallas Sunday at 820. Uh, Dallas has been 25th against the run, or against the, the pass. Kirk Cousins has put on some good games here. Uh, to the opposite end of the spectrum here. Last week I was very high on Tua Tungavailoa. He paid out in dividends with four passing touchdowns. This week, maybe not as much. He gets the number one ranked Bills defense versus the secondary. And I think it's a team that's going to be hungry. Avoid any Dolphins players if you can. Tom Brady this week. The Bucks are drawing the Saints. Saints haven't exactly been perfect, but they're second in the league versus the quarterback. Tom Terrific might be a step back this week. I don't know if he's going to be his normal 20-plus point self. Uh, I, I'm honestly going to call him between 15 and 17. It's going to be a low-key game for Tom Terrific. Aaron Rodgers saw the number three rank. We're seeing that kind of here. He's not having a normal Aaron Rodgers-esque night. Taylor Heineke, a name I've liked every week, draws the Denver Broncos. I'm not jumping on the Heineke bandwagon this week. As Same with Mac Jones. Uh, he's had some very good games back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. He gets the Chargers, who are fifth in the league here. Uh, but that'll, that'll do it in terms of, I guess, quarterback discussion here. You get one more week of maybe Davis Mills getting bullied by a team with the Rams. But we'll go on to the running backs here. Running backs seem to be the same matchups every week. I feel like they're getting favorable matchups. Uh, Joe Mixon, again, the 32nd ranked run defense. I've been high on Joe Mixon for three straight weeks. He's produced at least a touchdown all three weeks. And he gets the Jets. If Joe Burrow and the, and the Bengals go up early, they're going to run that ball a ton. Uh... Joe Mixon, Samaje Pirine, maybe even sprinkling some Chris Evans here. They're going to just be looking to run that clock down. I'm a real big fan of what you can get here this week in Joe Mixon's value. Uh, James Robinson, he's really taken over the, the backfield. He has been a stud. Gets the Seahawks, who are 31st ranked. I love James Robinson this week. The Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift comes out. They get Philly, who's 30th against the run. Swift and Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is more than worth a start here. Uh, he's been seeing the vast majority of carries on the ground. 
It's Swift who's really making the deal in the or in the pass game. But Jamal Williams worth a worth a flex play, I think, this week. DeAndre Swift definitely worth a start if you've got him. I mean, if you have him, he's I believe the number three ranked. He's the third ranked running back in the league. You're not gonna sit DeAndre Swift right now, but more reason to be excited about him. Miles Sanders, if he plays, is not gonna be fully healthy. Kenneth Gainwell's my guy this week. I think Gainwell has already proven he's a viable asset in the passing game. Sanders is not coming into this game. Sanders has already had a, a rough year, shall we say, and he comes in banged up even more. He misses back half of the game. Um, it, it's going to go the complete opposite way here. We had Detroit, which we just talked about. Philadelphia gets Detroit, who's ranked 29th in the league. Give me some Kenneth Gainwell action early, often, and all day, and I could see Gainwell doing some good work. Damon Harris had a huge, huge game last week. They get the favorable matchup against the Chargers. We just talked about Mac Jones not having a good matchup versus the Chargers in the past. However, the Chargers are ranked 28th against the run. I kind of want to jump in and jump on that Damian or the Damian Harris love here. Uh, Buffalo, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. This is one of those those tough issues here. Obviously, we know if the Bills get up early, they're going to run the ball. But who gets it? I mean, Zach Moss is definitely worth a flex play. So is Devin Singletary. But you never know who's going to get that lead back role. And Chuba Hubbard gets another favorable matchup here. Carolina drawing the Atlanta Falcons. They're 26th against the run. We'll give an extra shout out here to uh, Daryl or Daryl Williams of KC. The Chiefs do get a pretty favorable matchup as well this week as they are drawing. They're drawing uh, the Giants on Monday, who have been very poor against the run. I have to reset my tablet here, as this has been finicky for the last couple episodes, but we're making do. Again, guys, this is Kyle Ranney with Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, my normal co-host, Gary Halt, is out for a little while. Uh, but running backs who maybe aren't the sexy appeal play this week... Cordero Patterson, first time we've really had to say anything bad about him this year. He he's coming in. Atlanta gets the number run number one ranked run defense of Carolina. Uh, Patterson at least bodes well and gives you some ability in the pass game as well. Mike Davis, however, I think at this point, as if he already hasn't, is very much so verging on the do not worry about it level. Don't play him. Avoid him at all costs. Miles Gaskin. A guy who I think a lot of people are getting concerned with. Uh, He's not really producing in the running game. He's been sporadic in the passing game. Buffalo's been pretty good at shutting down the pass here. Miles Gaskin is is somebody who I'm not looking to play unless I absolutely have to flex him this week. Uh, Injury update here. Chase Edmonds just went down clutching at his shoulder. He already had some existing shoulder injuries here. Uh, Chase Edmonds might be injured going forward the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I said it last week I'm gonna buy back into it I'm not a huge fan of what Leonard Fournette can do this week the Saints defense has been very good and they're third against the run Ronald Jones is no longer a factor Leonard Fournette here not my favorite matchup especially if Brady's gonna have to throw to win this game Najee Harris has not been great I mean, obviously had the bye week last week. Hopefully he gets some health there. But Cleveland's fourth against the run. Najee Harris, you're going to start him, but he might not be uh, he might not be that top flight option that you're looking for. On the opposite end here, Derrick Henry gets the fifth ranked. 
It's Derrick Henry. The offense goes through him. They will do whatever they can, however they can, to upload or to get him moving and going there. Don't worry about that matchup. And the last one really here, Nick Chubb could be up for a tough matchup here. Coming off the injury, he's not going to be at full strength. Uh, he is seeing Pittsburgh, who's been very tough against the run. They're seventh ranked in the league. And we got to get the, the, the feet moving here. Dernis Johnson can take over if needed. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, some interesting running back matchups this week. Tight end-wise, Robert Tunyon is currently playing. He is facing the number one ranked team versus a tight end in the league in Arizona. Uh, Jared Cook has had a couple string of good matchups. He gets the number two team this week in the New England Patriots. George Kittle obviously still out, leaving Ross Dwelly to see the number three ranked Chicago Bears. Not much of a concern there. I don't think many people are going to play what Ross Dwelly. Uh, Logan Thomas is trying to work his way back off the IR. Ricky Seals-Jones has been a solid factor. However, this week he gets Denver, who's fourth. I'm avoiding that Ricky Seals-Jones love this week. And another guy I wasn't super big on last week, Mo Cox. He gets to see Tennessee. Tennessee is fifth in the league. Tennessee did a pretty good job of shutting down Dawson Knox as well. Um, Mo Ali Cox, Jack Doyle avoid the indie tight ends this week. Rob Gronkowski comes back finally off injury, but he also deals with the Seattle or the New Orleans team. It's been very good defensively all across the board. I'm not expecting Gronk to come back and blow the doors off, so avoid Gronk as well. Starting tight ends though, guys that I really like these matchups. You get a coin flip kind of out of New England here. Janu Smith and Hunter Henry both seeing the 31st ranked uh, tight end team with the Chargers. I don't necessarily know if that's going to bode well. You never know who they're going to target there. One week it's Smith, one week it's Henry. Henry's been getting the touchdown majority. I, I guess if you've got Henry and you are in a pinch, start him. It's not an awful play, but it's a very inconsistent situation being there. Gerald Everett and the Seahawks here this week. Uh, Seattle is seeing the 30th ranked tight end team in Jacksonville. Everett might be a nice little spot play here. He's only 5% owned across ESPN leagues, that is. Uh, and, and it might be something worth keeping your eye on going forward. Trying to see, I believe, James Connors in now. We are seeing some real ugly, ugly play here. Kyler Murray is overthrowing passes left and right. The running backs are injured. We might be seeing the end of this winning streak from Arizona as I speak. Um, Tyler Higby, the Rams get themselves a favorable matchup. The Texans are 30th against the running backs. I mean, the Texans are very bad in the league against most things right now. But Tyler Higby, 83% owned, probably more than worth a start this week. Evan Ingram, 23% owned in leagues. He gets the... He gets the Chiefs here. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Evan Ingram's to play. I don't care how badly they're ranked. Chase Edmonds is back in the game, guys. So good news there as well. Update as I'm watching. Just took a pass for nine yards. Uh, but I'll be the first one to say this here, guys. Evan Ingram doesn't scare me. You're starting to get healthy there in New, or in New York. Um, Galladay might be back. Kadarius Tony should be back. Sterling Shepard should be back. I, you gotta think that Evan Ingram's probably your fifth target, and it's not like the Chiefs are much better on the outside where you're gonna force throws to the inside. 
you got you kind of get your choice, and I just I don't see it being the Evan Ingram show with all that talent coming back. T.J. Hawkinson finally drawing himself a nice matchup at tight end. Uh, he's expected to see Philadelphia, who is the 27th ranked team. If you've got Hawk, obviously you're going to play him. Most people are going to have drafted him as a top guy, and he should produce his that this week as well. And a guy I've talked up a couple weeks in a row here, uh, especially versus the lowly New York Jets. Look for CJ Uzuma here. He's had some. He's had two two touchdown games. Faces the 25th ranked defense. I like what Azuma brings to the table here. Uh, sneaky play as well though. Tommy Sweeney, the Buffalo Bills backup tight end. Dawson Knox out with a fractured bone in his hand. Sweeney expected to walk right in, and he's coming in to face the 23rd ranked tight end team of the Miami Dolphins. Tommy Sweeney has very solid hands. He was drafted just a couple rounds after Dawson Knox a couple years ago. Um, I believe developed cardiomyopathy or something like that. He had a he had a heart disease linked to COVID after coming down with COVID last year. Um, and he's finally healthy this year. Dawson knocks out. Someone's going to catch the ball there. And Buffalo's been really leaning on that tight end spot. Tommy Sweeney, a nice little spot play, a nice daily fantasy option here this week. This week. Uh, but going on to the final leg of the, the episode here, guys, we will touch on some receiver love here. I don't believe this is the correct. Uh... This is the correct one, but they definitely have. Oh, that's uh, that's not Atlanta. Okay. Um, <laughs> matchups this week that are pretty pretty fun to exploit here. DJ Moore, if you've had him, he's been very very good for you. He's expected to see Fabian Moreau with Atlanta. Fabian Moreau. Uh, the nicest way I can put this has been an absolute dumpster fire in coverage. Um, Corey Davis, the Jets, the, the Cincinnati secondary has not been great, but I'm not trusting him against Chidobe. It was a Devontae Parker expected to draw Tredavious White as a blanket cover. Devontae Parker hasn't been healthy. He's not worth your start this week. Justin Jefferson is going to have a very tough matchup this week against Dallas. He's expected to be covered and shadowed by Trayvon Diggs. Diggs has had three touchdowns this year. Two touchdowns, three touchdowns. Uh, the guy's got a ridiculous amount of interceptions. No one should be throwing at him at this point. Um, Darius Slayton in his return should be seeing uh, Mike Hughes or Legereus Sneed. Both of these are nice options. Uh, James Conner, another two-touchdown game for him. Kyler Murray, still afraid to throw the football. Yikes. Stephon Diggs seeing Byron Jones this week. A nice matchup for him. Allen Robinson gets St. Fran. The problem is there. Chicago needs to learn to throw the ball. Um, Cortland Sutton expected to see Kendall Fuller. Tim Patrick seeing William Jackson or Benjamin St. Juice. Jerry Judy expected to come back to the slot against Danny Johnson. Marvin Jones gets a nice matchup this week against Sidney Jones. Um, really, Seattle's just awful in the secondary, but if Sidney Jones is going to cover that Marvin Jones route, Marvin Jones might be able to come back and have a day. T. Higgins expected to have a bit of a tougher day against Bryce Hall here. Maybe not a great play. Uh, Higgins has been average at best. Um, A.J. Brown expected to have continue having his day. He really broke back out last week put up uh, a ton of points against the Chiefs and gets Isaiah Rogers this week in coverage. Debo Samuel continues to draw strong cover matchups. 
Uh, KJ Osborne, a guy who had a couple good weeks to start the year. He gets Jordan Lewis, who's been very, very bad in, in slot cover. Tyler Boyd's got a tough matchup against Michael Carter. Darnell Mooney's got a tougher matchup. Jacoby Meyer has a tough matchup. Jerry Judy's a guy who I really am interested in if he comes back and does play this week. But um, some just some ugly matchups this week across the board. I will say Michael Pittman against George Jenkins should be a solid matchup for anybody who's a Colts owner there. Marcus Callaway, I called him last week. He had an okay game. He gets Jamal Dean. And uh, I think that's really about it receiver-wise, guys. It's 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 a pretty cut-and-dry week this week. A lot of your Biomageddon is gone, which is a huge benefit. Uh, last week was very tough. Six good teams on buys, injuries left and right. This is the week. you got to grab it, and you got to come back from it. But... Guys, I think that'll cover it for the for now. Shout out to our sponsors, Damien up at the Player Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. He will hook you up, make you a nice charcuterie board. Reach out to him. You can find him online at the Platter Box period on Instagram. Uh, shout out to Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. She'll cut your hair. She'll she'll color your hair. She'll just make you look pretty. And shout out to our newest sponsor because what goes better with football than chicken wings? Chicken wings and blue cheese, but. Maybe we are biased. Uh, at Chicken Dippin', check them out. They have stainless steel and plastic cups. It's almost like a bathtub for your chicken wings. You can roll them. You can flatten them. You can just rest them in there. But no matter what it is, you're not just dipping the tip. That's right, guys. Get rid of just the tip. Enjoy full coverage. Because Kyle over Chicken Dippin', he's got you covered. Uh, but until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. And we will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.